When talking GST, it makes sense to go back to the beginning, to the chairperson of the committee which designed the tax in 1985. Most governments recognise this is a very efficient and well-targeted tax. Why would we would depart from that is goodness knows why. It's depressing. Don Brash is more well-known now for his later roles as Reserve Bank Governor and then leader of the National Party and ACT. But his opposition to Labour's tinkering, he says, is not due to his politics. It is a seriously stupid idea. I'd be surprised you can find any economist and certainly no tax specialist who thinks it's a good idea. And indeed, the antipathy is found right across the political spectrum. It's very disappointing. It seems to lack vision. It just doesn't stack up from an economics point of view. Susan St John is an economist and spokesperson for the Child Poverty Action Group. It's probably one of the least cost-effective ways for helping people who are struggling to feed their families. The criticism is consistent among economists and tax specialists with a Brad Olson from Infometrics. If you can find an economist that supports this policy, they don't deserve the title. Lisa Marriott from Victoria University. To be perfectly honest, I think it's one of the worst ideas I've heard for a while. Or Eric Crampton from the New Zealand Initiative. This kind of policy gets grabbed at in desperation. It's a bet that voters are too stupid to understand tax policy. I hope that voters aren't. The same objections come up repeatedly. For one, that the supermarkets will gobble up the savings rather than pass them on to shoppers. Here's renowned tax specialist Sir Robert McLeod. It's too simplistic, in my opinion, to assume that because you take GST off an item, the price of that item will fall by the GST. A lot of that tax saving actually is captured by the producer rather than by the consumer. The policy is also untargeted, undermining claims that it's designed to help those most struggling. Bring in Ranjana Gupta, a senior taxation lecturer from AUT. Who will get the more benefit? The rich people will get the more benefit because they spend more. The third complaint is one of complexity, with tax boffins tasked with deciding what's in and what's out. And as Paul Smith from EY highlights, the expensive litigation likely to follow. The system will be more complex, there'll be higher compliance costs, and it will become less efficient. It's great news for GST advisors, but generally not good from a tax policy perspective. And that's not even considering the slippery slope argument, as outlined here by Robin Oliver, an expert in tax economics and policy. The problem is, once you take it off something... How do you stop there? Uh, So fruit and vegetables, well, we also have GST on doctor's fees. How do you justify that? You can't, says the tax consultant Terry Boucher, another voice in the chorus calling for Labour to reconsider. I'd be very surprised if anyone hinted that it was actually a good idea. We all think it's a bad idea. Indeed, the closest RNZ came to an economist in favour of the policy was Craig Rennie from the Council of Trade Unions and former advisor to the Finance Minister, Grant Robertson. He says he prefers Labour's offering to the tax policies being proposed by National Enact. I think I would rather do this than do a tax change which gives the majority of the change to higher income earners. Even so, he too has reservations similar to those already outlined. Would GST or fruit and veg be my first choice? Probably not, is the honest answer. Labour is not unaware of the expert criticism. Just months ago, Grant Robertson was citing the same complaints. But Labour knows the voting base is much more than just economists, and polling shows the promise is at least superficially popular. In an election this tight, that looks to be the party's greatest consideration.